have to win there. Painter understands. Oh, anybody? John Hodges baptizing the masses. Trying to save it. Jump ball here and kept in play by Edwards. What a great numbers. Take it numbers. Edwards steps it in. Sunday, February 27th, 2022, and you're listening to the latest episode of the Boiler Breakdown Podcast. I'm Tanner Lee. I am back. He's back. I am back. <laughs> Evan Webb's joining me. Our other co-host, Andrew Eiler, could not join us tonight, but I wanted to thank you, Evan and Andrew, at the beginning for filling in and uh, doing a great job last week. We kept it afloat. That's all yes, I'll say. you guys did good. <laughs> you guys did good. It was very entertaining to listen to, and it also helps when the Boilers are winning. Yes, that, that yeah. Which, Unlike unfortunately, tonight we're not going to be covering a win. We're going to be covering a loss uh, at the hands of Sparty, at the hands of Tom Enzo yesterday in East Lansing, 68-65. Purdue loses another one. I'll just say a buzzer beater. It technically wasn't because yeah. there was 1.4, I think, left on the clock. Yeah. But I'll call it a buzzer beater because it was close enough. Uh, just, I don't know. I mean, you look at the. The five losses mm-hmm. and produce, yes, they've played bad in every one. Yeah. Um, and three of them have what ended in either buzzer beater or, you know, last second shots is what it seemed like. I, mean, I guess the Indiana game, he hit that with Tom. But I mean, we still had two, technically two more possessions. Yeah. Um, so I guess it really wasn't uh, that much of a buzzer beater. But I mean, it felt like, you know, kind of a last second miracle shot. Thad Mooney says Izzo in February with uh, the emoji of the guy face with we have the face palm uh, for those. That's true. I mean, it's uh, it's tough to play Michigan State in February and March, typically, and um, it was just a very frustrating game yesterday. This is a typical Michigan State team that has their typical centerpiece, the go-to. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're still talented. Don't get me wrong, yeah. and, and, they're, and they're deep with depth, but. Uh, we turn the ball over fifteen or sixteen times, or whatever it ended up being, and um, maybe seventeen. I guess was it seventeen? I've got the stats right here. I don't know why I'm guessing. You can't um, win many games doing that. Turnover seventeen. Yep. We had five by Mister Ivy. We had four by Travion. Three by Edie. So I mean, so right there, you've got twelve turnovers from your three best players. Um, Eric had two. Sasha and Mason uh, each had one. So yeah, it's not ideal. Um, nope. Especially trying to win any game, let alone on the road against an opponent that has a lot of talent. Um, mm-hmm. And we knew we were going to get Michigan State's best shot, like we do everybody in the conference. Mm-hmm. And Michigan State came in kind of reeling, got mm-hmm. smacked earlier in the week at Iowa. I just waking up yesterday morning, I'm like, I don't feel good about this one. Yeah. So I've been, I can't remember what I, I'm sure I picked us to win last week when we did the podcast, but I don't remember what it was. I remember at the time I was feeling pretty good. Um, just because, you know, coming off a big win against Rutgers and everything, got a week off to prepare, and I thought it was really sharp. And then, yeah, kind of waking up that day, I was like, man, I just – they got smacked, so, you know, they're, you know, they're going to be kind of locked in. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah, it's just one of those things where I, I kind of – I mean, it's Michigan State, I mean, no matter how, how bad they are, they always play it tough. I mean, they're going to run, rebound, defend really well. Um, so that's – yeah, but I was kind of with the can. I woke up not feeling the best. Um, and my feelings were confirmed throughout the game. I, I just had the feeling, you know, Michigan State's going to come out and shoot it well from three, mm-hmm. and, they, and they did. Um, I didn't know how good they were at defending the three until you let Andrew and I know. I'm like, oh, great. Yeah. And it proved their strategy was was a good one yesterday. They only let Purdue shoot nine threes, and mm-hmm. Purdue only made one of those nine. And they let Edie do in Williams do pretty much whatever they wanted down low, which mm-hmm. – that's what they've done the last few years against Purdue. They haven't doubled the bigs. Mm-hmm. And in result, he, he, he had a career high. But like I mentioned, only nine three-point attempts, which I don't know what our average three-point attempts are per game. But I got to guess it's close to 20. Yeah, I would say easily double that. I mean, and then they shot 45% from three, you know, nine of 20. So, I mean, they didn't shoot the free throw well. Um, but, 
Yeah, it was just, I mean, the stats that are here, seven turnovers and one three-pointer is going to give you many wins. It's not, especially this kind of team. And what sucks with this team, and we can talk about defense. And I, I'm still, I mean, and I was just me being optimist. I still don't believe that we're that. I, mean, I know we're not a great defensive team. I don't think we're as bad as, like, people are saying. You know, like, we're in the, and I think we're in the 100 driver from Kempom. But if you look at, like, you know, between us and, like, probably 50th place, it's not like it's, like, it's not like it's, like, five, eight-point difference in a game. It's usually within, like, a point, if that, you know, just, you know, they're, decimal points can make you make it seem a lot more than it is um i thought defensively we were you know okay i mean we held them to what uh 68 points i think they average like around that or if not 70 so i mean we, we yeah it was just what sucks is that we played what well, we made one three had seven turnovers and we still had a chance to win Right, and that's and that's what I was also thinking when I was looking thinking about the five wins yes or five losses we've endured yesterday. I mean, especially in the three we already kind of mentioned, we played pretty bad and still had chances to win. I mean, Rutgers were up at the we end. Had, we, yeah, in, we we did we did what we need to do court. to win the game, except not hit and except making miss a half court yeah. heave. Indiana, were we have the ball with four yeah, seconds I mean, left. We, we were up, up two, two, up two with and Trey misses a. A two foot bunny, um, right. and then they said. Then we had we got Ivy, you know, taken to the hoop. Um, who you know, sounds obviously we found out he was a bit hurt. Uh, maybe a healthy Ivy makes that. But then he had he had another great shot at three that looked in for a second um, to tie it. Um, you know, Wisconsin. I, I mean, I don't, I don't remember that game a whole lot. Um, I, I think they were about six with a minute left or something. Yeah, it was kind um, of. He like, had, yeah, he had a couple clutch threes towards the end. They, yeah, Michigan game was just obviously just a butt whooping. Um, yeah. But I mean, yeah, I mean, three of those losses were, I mean, we had the game, I mean, we had a chance to, you know, we did what we need to do to win, aside from playing, you know, our worst basketball of the season. Um, and that's kind of what's right. I mean, it's, not, it's, I go back and forth, like, is that a good thing or a bad thing? You know, it's one thing if, you know, like Michigan games, like, you know, they just beat us. I'm okay with that one because it was just, it wasn't our night. You're going to have that no. college basketball. But it's like, okay, when we play awful, and still almost win. Does that make me feel good? Or like, just like, right. all we had to do was just do like one little thing better. Like whether it be free right. throws or just not turn the ball over. Right. <laughs> almost 20 times. Um, but I mean, as, as kind of Brian Newbert says in, in on goldenblack.com that, you know, when you play through the post, you're going to get turnovers because I mean, you've got big guys handling the ball. You're going to have little guys coming in there and swiping at it. But I mean, some of there's, there's just a lot of, you know, like Ivy drive in trying to create too much, which I mean, I get, I mean, I get, I mean, you take the good with the bad. We saw Carson do that all the time, you know, you know, trying to create something that really wasn't there, but I mean, but then he also does some, some other amazing things. So I, I mean, I'm kind of okay with taking the good with the bad. I don't get the hate that he gets because he's a special player. Um, but yeah, it's just frustrating that he played so poorly, but still had a chance to win. And then it took a, a guy who had made like, like one shot all second half or something like that. I mean, I yeah. think that was his first shot or first make all second half. And it mm-hmm. was, I mean, they, I mean, they kind of talk about how they, I think it's in the post game, but they knew they were, we were going to switch on the screen and he got Trey, which I mean, I was trying to figure out, like looking back, I was like, okay, you know, Trey was playing off him, which I get because if he gets on him, he can blow by and he can, he'll get by him pretty quickly and get a, you know, a, a shot 10 feet closer. Um, and also, like I understand, not getting your hand up way up there because then he could jump in and get a foul call. So I mean, it was a tough spot for Trey. Yeah, I just it was one of those right when he backed off. I'm like, he's gonna let this go, and I don't have a good yep. feeling. <laughs> Boom! It, 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 and when he made, it, I'm like, oh, it's you know, four or five years ago, Miles Bridges all over again up there. Mm-hmm. It's, it's just annoying because yeah. I think if you miss, I think we were in, we were in pretty good position to get the rebound. Yeah, I'm still confident if that game goes into overtime, I think we get them. I think so too. Yeah, that was like when we battled back. Like, if we can just get this thing to overtime, if we can't win in regulation, we get to overtime. I like our chances. Yep. Did you think Travion got fouled when he missed the shot, and then, well, he ended up tipping it in anyways? But did you think he got fouled there? Honestly, I, I didn't. Even, I wasn't even paying attention. Like, I remember, like, I remember watching it. I didn't think that. Um, I mean, I think he made it, so I just didn't even really. Carry right. and go back, man. I haven't even seen the replay. In it about I haven't seen the replay since the game, so I. You know, and I guess most officials aren't going to call a foul in that situation, probably. Yeah. Too many times because. I guess it could be looked at as really cheap, but I don't know. I thought he got bumped in the back a little bit on the initial one. Mm-hmm. He missed, and then he just jumped mm-hmm. up and tipped it in. Yeah, not going to talk about fouls. We can talk about the Edie <laughs> foul on what's his face, where it was a clear hook and. Yeah. I'm so sick of the hook and hold stuff. Yeah. I mean, it's so inconsistent. 
I mean, sometimes yeah. they review it, sometimes they don't. Uh, and it's that's what I'm nervous. That's one of the things I'm nervous about coming up in March and the NCAA tournaments. How are these officials gonna officiate mm-hmm. Zach Eady? We right. saw that with Liza Cost years ago. You know, get outside the Big Ten officials, and the Big Ten officials don't even know how to officiate them. They only no. know how to officiate anything. Period. This year, they're co- no, so and, inconsistent. I mean, it's like but, you know, we've seen we've seen Hammonds, we've seen Haas, we've seen you know Harms, and now we've got Edie. It's like, and it hasn't changed. So it's like, I mean, I know we always complain about you know, they're not officiating their the big men. I mean, Illinois fans have a gripe too. I mean, Kofi he gets absolutely hammered every game and. Nothing, right. but I, I don't understand how, like, and nothing has changed, it seems like. I mean, nope. I, I just don't understand the double standard of it's okay to maul a big man just because he's big. But, like, I mean, even Kofi's fifth foul last night against, or the other night against uh, Ohio State, he pushed – he did I – th- I think he did push Kyle Young, but it wasn't that much – there might have been some acting involved from, from Young, but, like, it wasn't that much of an egregious push. But, you know, when Kofi Coburn pushes you compared to, like, when someone like me would push you, you're going to fall a lot harder off a of Kofi push because he's just so much – stronger than everybody else um so yeah it's big ten's got an officiating problem but we we know that oh yeah but you know i feel like all the fans call them out they get tagged on twitter but nothing's mm-hmm. gonna change no but it yeah, is we're still gonna watch we're still gonna yep. watch that it's money in their pockets all the it literally money. does i mean i just feel like the fishing has been so bad this year not even just big ten just cross college basketball yeah. kind of made it not as enjoyable I mean, you saw uh, Hurley for UConn get ejected oh, the other night. I mean, <laughs> yeah, that was that was perplexing to say the least. And yeah, that's just the kind of stuff. Just like, come on, man, what are we doing here? Taking the fun out of it. Yeah. Thad Mooney says the way Big Ten refs can't make a consistent call on the big guys across the lead, I think we'll have better odds in the tourney this year. And that's what you hope. I mean, we saw, I mean, you know, how we played against teams like Villanova, North Carolina. And I know Brian Newbert talked about it. You know, maybe this team isn't the, isn't a good Big Ten team, but maybe it's built for something outside the Big Ten, which, you know, obviously remains to be seen. But I still prefer to uh, get ourselves in the best position and a better seed and not have to sink down to that, you know, that, that dreaded four seed. If we can avoid the four seed, that would be crucial. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm pretty confident right now, unless we lose. Both games this week, and they mm-hmm. even won the first one, big tournament. I don't think we'll be a four. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm still pretty because Lenardi, as of yesterday, had us still as a two. Okay, I didn't see that right in the seventh spot. And this was before all the other teams lost yesterday. Right. I mean, for the first time in in the since the polls have been around, the top six teams lost in the yeah. same day. Which is um, wild. Which was a big missed opportunity. Looking back on it, yeah, it's like it's a bit. It's something, but also it's kind of like okay. It could have been a lot. You know, have, have other other team, all those teams won. It could have been like, oh man, this was disastrous. But now it's kind of like, okay. We we've dodged a little bit of a bullet here. Um, I get. I mean, it's a loss, a loss, and it sucks. But I mean, the fact that everybody else lost, okay. You know, we're all probably still pretty similar to where we were going into yesterday. So yeah, and, and the thing that's upsetting is we most likely, unless well, which Nebraska's whooping Penn State at this moment as we record this, unless we can beat Wisconsin and Nebraska can beat Wisconsin, um, and we take a care of business against Wisconsin and Indiana, unless that happens, we're not going to win the outright Big Ten time. No. Yeah, I, was, I remember before the game yesterday, I was like, man, if we win this game and we go up to Madison, it's like if we win, we win. We win we're we talking about Big Ten championships. We'll get a share, a guarantee. Yep. And then if we win against Indiana, then we'll have outright. Right. And then after the game, I was like, I should not have thought of that at all because now yeah, it's like no. We I think to. we, I think we all were thought thinking that though. That's yeah. the thing. I mean, now with like um, Ohio State beating Illinois, set it up, it. yeah, to be possible. And then we see Ohio State get beat at Maryland today by double digits. It's just wild. You gotta gotta bring it every day. Yeah, I was watching that game. Maryland had the 2002 national championship team, and that place was as as loud as I've heard. It. I've, I've watched a few Maryland games this year, and it's been a dead zone up there over there. I mean, they're not the good season that they would hope they would have, but. Yeah, they they waxed Ohio State. Ohio State was playing from behind. I feel like most of that game. It'll be interesting going up to Madison Tuesday nights, nine o'clocker, ESPN, mm-hmm. Cole Center, um, a venue Purdue's had a lot of success at. Mm-hmm. Um, even back when nobody won there, Purdue, right? The baby Boilers found a way in 07 and 08. Um, and Purdue will have revenge on its mind as they should. Oh, yeah. But uh, it's going to be interesting. I I was a little disappointed with our energy at least mm-hmm. at the beginning of the game after what should have been a rested team after having mm-hmm. a week off, I thought Michigan state came out more energized mm-hmm. and wanting them more, making some hustle plays, mm-hmm. um, which we, but we ended up out rebounding by a pretty good margin, I believe. But um, I don't know. I mean, I, 
you got to get some more production from some of your veteran players. I mean, I mean, yeah, you talk not, about. I mean, you had. I mean, even just like I mean, I know we talked. You're we about to say Sasha, but like someone like yep. Isaiah Thompson plays 15 minutes, doesn't right. do anything. He's just all he did he, 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 he just he gave someone a blow, and that was it. Like, didn't he have an assist and have a rebound? Didn't take a shot. Like, he was a 15 trillion is what it was on the. Uh, if you go back to the Mark Titus days of Club Trillion, um, he played 15 minutes and didn't have a single stat line, which is can't happen. Um, yeah, it's just I mean, and Morton too. Morton played uh 19 minutes and had two rebounds and a steal and that was it didn't take a shot didn't have an assist you know thank god didn't have a turnover because this would have been even worse um but just having guys like that i mean sasha was awful he was just awful i mean i texted you guys i saw a stat from uh brian new which i think he think going into the game sasha's average like less than three points a game against michigan state because they just keyed on him which i mean kudos to we should say that's kind of the problem too when you go look at like the Big Ten and just how much of a grind is like. I mean, these coaches, especially Izzo and Painter, they've been in the league so long. These coaches know each other so well. You know, they're not going to stray from what they do best. Um, and I mean, like I said, they've always done the whole single, single the big men and take away the shooters. And they did, they, they played it to perfection uh, yesterday. Other were other years, you know, we've had the upper hand, but it was, yeah, just having, you know, a guy like Sasha, let's look at his stat line. He was. Played 28 minutes, was one of six from the field, 0 of three from three, had three rebounds, four assists, one turnover, and had two points. And that was on a goaltend. Yes. So, yeah. Two of our – so, out of our starters, Edie had 25. Uh, Jaden had 16 points on 10 shots. Made the only three of the game for Purdue. Eric Hunter, who I thought played pretty well. I um, did too. He, he had two turnovers, but he kind of definitely kind of got us – kind of started that charge in the second half that kind of got us back in the game. He had nine points, played 30 minutes. As I mentioned, Sasha had two points on 28 minutes, one of six from the field. And Mason Gillis only played 60 minutes because he was in foul trouble. Um, seven rebounds, but he fouled out and zero points. And he took yeah. two shots, and they were both threes. And one of them, what sucked was, you know, we, we had towards the end of the game, we had when it was it was close, we had two great – the best looks we had all game from Eric and Mason, and they missed them both. And it yep. was, was just like, God bless it. That was, yep. That's when we missed it. I was like, well, this is not looking good. No, and it looked like we had some opportunities for some corner threes at times, and we mm-hmm. couldn't find the guys. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought Michigan State did a good job whenever Ivy would drive in the lane. They kind of built a, built a wall around them and yep. made it really difficult on them. I mean, can't stand Michigan State. I think you and I have both made it. Um, not a secret on this podcast that they're our second least favorite team in college basketball, but at least they it's are mine. Pretty, and it's pretty dang close. It's usually like yeah. 1A, 1B. I mean, Indiana takes the takes the lead there, but it's, yeah, Michigan, but I hate Michigan State. They did have a good strategy yesterday. Oh, yeah. And it it definitely worked. And, and I thought that was one of the better games they've played, which makes the three-point loss even that much more maddening. It's like we played right. that bad, they played that well, and we still had a chance at the end. So Yeah, I mean, it's like the same with the IU game. You know, they had, you know, a career night from Rob Finnessy, who was actually – Back tonight, and first Was time he? being back in a month. Of course, yeah. 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 Um, it's just like it took like a career night from that, and you know everything had to go their way at home, and and we still had a chance to win. I mean, it shows I mean how good we can be, right? If we could just put it together, and but also it just shows that how, if we turn the ball over, we are right. our, trans, our transition D is awful. I still think our, yep. our I, I mentioned I think our half court D is can be pretty good. I mean, Michigan State had what was it? They had five, I think five shots that went in at either end of shot clock or end of game time. Um, and I think four of them were threes. So you had like, uh, you had like what, like 14, 15 points there that um, resulted after playing, you know, 28, 29 seconds of, of good defense. And but well, just, a couple again, of them were like in instances where we just couldn't grab the ball. No. And yeah. they grab it and the shot clock's going down. They have to chuck it and went in. It's like, oh, yep. okay. Um, yep. I would love to see them again in the Big Ten tournament. I think if we played them again in Mackey, I think we'd win by 15 plus. That's just yep. my opinion. I don't think they're well, they're going to be a tourney team, but I just don't think they're that good of a team. No, but I mean, they're, I mean they're, they're they're playing. I mean, it was desperate. I mean, they've been on a slide, sure. and they you know, their sure. tourney hopes were were slowly being dashed, yeah. and so they needed it badly. And I mean, it's college basketball and play teams when they get desperate, and you're not bringing your A game, they'll make you pay for it. I mean, it's not like right. it's a just right. hard work beat talent. Talent work hard. And and I think uh, advice to all the Purdue fans who listen to uh, national college 
basketball podcasts or you know watch we're, we're not going to get the respect right now nope. um maybe maybe that we deserve maybe after saturday we don't deserve it i don't know but yeah. i know in a lot of them they already weren't giving us respect don't expect that to happen anytime soon um, oh yeah there's some basketball parks i listen to you know you know november december january team you know, i was listening to guys and they're like you know hey produce still a team that can you know, yep. I think can make it running out of that. Like, nah, no, nope, I'm out. No, you know, right. Uh, they're right. Yeah. I don't believe them anymore. So it's like, yeah, okay. I mean, yep. We that's do it what, to ourselves. That's what's good. I mean, that's what's exciting and scary about March is, I mean, I think we're good enough to make a, our furthest run in many, many years. And, mm-hmm. but also if we turn it over and play some sketchy defense, we can get knocked out first round. early. Yeah, yeah. First round, second round. So. That's I'd be interesting to see, you know, if teams take the Michigan state model, and, move, and play play like you know we'll see if like Wisconsin does that on Tuesday or Indiana does that next on next Saturday where they they single the post and just take away the threes if they can do it and right. see how teams if teams are able to do that or what they do. How do you feel going into Tuesday up in Madison? Not great at all, um, but also it's like but part of me is like I mean, see this team. I mean, we're gonna see what this team's made of. I mean, if you know if if you think that. Wisconsin's not not going to be absolutely hyped for this game. You know, it's a chance they're at home, a chance to clinch a Big Ten title. Um, you know, if you yeah, don't think that they're going to be, if you walk in and think they're not going to be up for true. this game, then you are sor- sorely mistaken. So, yep. you know, the team's going to know that they're going to be, you know, it's going to be an electric atmosphere. Um, I mean, it's, it's Big Ten basketball, so it's, it's going to hopefully be a fun game. Um, you know, the, obviously the top. Two, you know, two of the top three teams in the Big Ten right now. You know, obviously Illinois. Really, our Illinois fans are big Purdue fans on Tuesday night because then if we win, then there'll be a three-way tie if everyone else can take care of business and now, win out. Now, and that's always interesting to me because they can still tie technically and be a Big Ten champion, but we swept them. Right. It's like yeah, hmm. yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know how the tiebreaker scenarios work in that. So sequence. it's if. It's it's a so if three teams tie, then it's the yeah. record. Whoever has the best record within that group of three, which would be us. So if we were to win and we beat Indiana, and the other teams went out too, and it's a three way tie at fifteen and we'd five, be one seed in the Big Ten tournament. We'd be one seed um, because we'd be three and one against. Okay, and then I think Wisconsin would be the two. I think because I was doing there's a whole. There's a cool website that's actually I use a lot just when I'm bored, and there's a you can do a Big Ten tournament bracket generator that goes through all the games, and you can kind of you know, obviously there's some games that have happened already, but you can go through and click each game and pick who you want to see, like you know when certain teams win or lose, how they affect the bracket. And I did it earlier today, and um, if all three teams are 15 and five, then we're the one seed. I think Wisconsin was two, and Illinois was a three seed. And I know we're getting way ahead of ourselves, and and we'll we'll talk more in detail here and momentarily uh, in depth for the Wisconsin game. But do you think this is the finally the year that we see Purdue and Indiana matchup in the Big Ten tournament? I was looking at that bracket and I did a lot of different scenarios like them losing us winning, you know, if, if, but if we're a one seed, I think Indiana's pretty much unless they, unless they beat us. I think I, I was, this is under the assumption that we beat them. Um, they seem to be locked into that nine spot, that eight or nine spot. And so that would be, you know, for the one seed then. But that I think there was like, they could play Iowa, they could play Michigan. Right. Um, I'm not sure if you're an Indian fan who you right. want to play. I mean, you got waxed by Michigan earlier in the year, and Iowa, you played tough. Um, you probably want to play, I almost probably still want to play Iowa over. I don't Michigan. know, man. I think Iowa's playing some good ball right now. Yeah, they don't play defense, though. I know. I mean, yeah. But, um, yeah. I mean, you could. I mean, it, but it's always like when there's. A chance for it. One team always seems to screw it up. It's both. happened one time ever, and it was in the first inaugural yeah. year of the Big Ten tournament, and it's the Brian Cardinal flu game. Um, right. And it's just wild to me. I mean, that was Gene Katie Bob Knight, and it has not yeah. happened since. And like you said, there's been times, uh, um, the baby boilers year, we lose to a bad Illinois team in overtime, and they end up giving Blake Hoff Arbor. So and then our right, tickets before those two games were going by nuts because – Okay, IU and Purdue are going to meet in semifinals. They only met once during the year down in Bloomington. Mm-hmm. Eric Gordon, those guys beat the baby boilers. And then they lose it and take us to go for like 40 bucks <laughs> for Illinois, Minnesota. Right. Uh, and then the other year, it looked like we were going to match up with them was at Madison Square Garden. Yep, and and they choked one away against Rutgers. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we'll see. I don't know. 
It'd be interesting because, especially with being in Indianapolis, it's uh, it would yeah, be interesting. It'd be a home game for Indiana, which would suck. Oh but... yeah, they always, even yeah. when they were winning seven, nine games, whatever it was in the first, Tom Crean's first years, they would pack that place when the Big Ten tournament was in Indianapolis. Yeah. So, yeah. So we will see, but uh, business first, most uh, Tuesday night up at Madison. Um, I don't. I actually feel better about this game than I did Michigan State, which is weird, um, because. I mean, for yeah. them, and I know it was that Mackey, for them to beat us last time, Johnny Davis went off for 37. Yep. And Davidson made some huge shots, which he's been making more clutch shots this year than he had in previous years. Mm. But I'm still confident we can do what we did in game one, and that is get their bigs in foul trouble. Yeah, look at the stats right now. You mentioned Johnny Davis, 37 points off 24 shots, two of five from yeah, three. He, was awesome. he had 14 rebounds, two blocks, two steals, three assists, <laughs> everything. Played 38 minutes. Uh, Brad Davidson also played 38 minutes, had 15 points. Um, so one of the, I, remember, I remember in the game, think, looking back, like Johnny Davis was doing everything, and then I think it was Robbie was on the call because we always lose when Robbie's on the call. Um, so I, hope I know. God, he's, he's not I hope the guy's on the call on Tuesday. Hopefully he's going to be on the call will. both games next week. Yeah, probably. Um but I remember he's saying, like, if someone else from Wisconsin could just step up and help Johnny Davis, they can win this game. And then Brad Davis starts hitting shots. I was like, shut the hell up, Robbie. Yeah. Um, but uh, let's see. My, oh, wrong game. Um, but yeah, every, no one else has double digits for – I mean, Tyler Wall had six points, fouled out. Uh, <laughs> Stephen Crowell, four points, fouled out. Right. Um, Another Chris, big at four Chris, fouls, I Chris believe. Chris Vaught. Five fouls, six points, uh, and they had three guys foul out. I know it's just um, like, yeah. And we did play that game without students, which I mean, we did fifty-fifty. Yep. But um, I don't know. We'll see. It's a big one. I mean, yeah, um, for us, you had this was a again Zach Eady game, twenty-four points off seventeen yep. shots. Uh, Jay Navi had fourteen points off nine shots, was two of five from three. Uh, and Mason with nine points all all from threes. You know, bad game from Sasha. He was two of eight from the field, one of five from three. It was for eight points. Um, 12 turnovers as a team, four from Edie, two from Ivy, two from Mason, uh, two from Hunter. This is back also when Eric Hunter wasn't playing well. Um, so you think maybe. Did Brandon, did Brandon Newman get much run that game? He played six minutes, was okay. 0 of 2 from the field, 0 of 1 from three, had one assist. Okay. I was just Him and Caleb first only played six minutes that game. Okay. I mean, as a team, we shot, I mean, 8 of 20 from three, so not terrible. We, we were 15 of 24 from the free throw line. That's kind of what, what oh, yeah, killed us. Yeah, I do us. remember that now. We were 6 of 10 from the first half, 9 of 14 in the second half. Um, didn't shoot it well in the first half. We were, you know, 7 of 22 from the field, shot 47% better in the second half. Um, trying to think here. I mean, I mean, other than that, it was pretty much a – I mean, we, we outscored them from the bench. Um Rebound wise, we had forty rebounds. They had twenty, or sorry, they had thirty-four. So we out rebounded them. Um, I mean, they shot six of twenty-four from the three from three that game. So and we still lost by five. But yeah, yeah it was one of those things where you, you don't turn the ball over. I mean, don't turn the ball over as much as we did and give them. You know, they had six fast break points, seven or sorry, twelve second chance points, six fast break points. So I remember early on we were giving them offensive rebounds, so it was one of those things where I mean, we, we we were down five at halftime and we tied in the second half, and so that's we still lost by five. But yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I think you think that I mean I said this is going to really tell us what this team's made of. You know, if they come out flat, then it's like I mean you might have to recalibrate your expectations for March. I don't know. I mean, if they I mean unless they just don't care about the Big Ten, which I mean. But again, I, and I understand the, the from the fan standpoint of like, oh, we don't care about winning the Big Ten. We just want to. And I, I was like, I 100% get that. I'm kind of in the same boat of like, we've I've seen us win Big Ten championships. They're fun. They're great. But like, we all we all want to see us make a run in March. But not winning the Big Ten puts you at a disadvantage in March because then you're probably a, you know, unless you're Illinois who also gets a one seed last. Yeah, they also get a one yeah. seed with not winning the Big Ten. They won the Big Ten tournament, but your chances of getting a you know, two or three seed are pretty slim if you're not winning the Big Ten. Um, yeah. And so, therefore, you're a four seed, five seed, which means you're playing the one seed in the Sweet 16. Um, you're playing the, you know, if you're a four or five, you're playing the five seed in the 
round of 32. So you, uh, right. winning the Big Ten puts you in right. the best spot seating-wise. So And the players want to. That's always one of their goals. They always mm-hmm. say, you know, you got to – if you want to get the bigger goals, you got to start there. I mean, I yeah. know a lot of fans would rather win a Big Ten tournament title than Big Ten regular season title. I get that. But this is this is a revenge week for Purdue. It's, it's mm-hmm. two of their five losses they get to try to get revenge on these teams. Mm-hmm. You win both, you get a share of the title. Mm-hmm. You still get a hanging banner. You get rings. You get – a trophy. Something. I mean, I mean you, yeah, you texted our group something. chat. You texted our group chat where you said, "This is a fear of yours is that this is going to be like the seventeen eighteen team right. with with you know the the Haas Dakota Isaac seniors. You know, we lost the preseason tournament where we got you know blown out by Tennessee and or we lost Tennessee and got blown out by like Western Kentucky, right? And then we waxed Arizona. Yeah. Um, you know. Didn't win the Big Ten, even though we lost like three games, which yeah, was crazy. We didn't box Kate's Bay to D up out. No, know? then we also blew a game up in Wisconsin that, you know, yeah, there, it was we, a bad, yeah. bad Wisconsin team that we just didn't come to play yeah. on your birthday. Um, yep, yep. And so we didn't win the Big Ten, lost to Michigan in the Big Ten tournament. That final. was their, yep. in the final. And then when Michigan had that miracle run after having trouble getting to Indianapolis or Chicago from their playing when they had to play in practice series for half the tournament. And then we all know having a tournament losing the Sweet 16. So, I mean, we know a team that won 30 games and had that stretch of like, well, like 17 straight wins or something stupid like that, you know, had some awesome performances against Michigan. You know, I'm pretty sure they're still draining threes at Iowa from that year. And yeah. Nothing really. I mean, obviously, we still love those guys, and there's, you know, they built, they brought the program back, but I mean, they have got nothing to show for that season. Granted, they won the right. Big Ten the previous year, but I mean, that's, they win the Big Ten that year. We win three straight Big Ten championships for the right. second time in program history. Right. Um, so it's, yeah, so hopefully, hopefully, they can take care of us on Tuesday. I said that's, if you don't come ready to play for that game, then. I don't know what to tell you. Right, you shouldn't be lacing them up. Um, I no. mean, I mean, Mackey's gonna be raucous next Saturday, win or lose. Yeah. Tuesday, but I think you win Tuesday, it adds even a little oh, yeah. anticipation be, for that game. Yeah, it's gonna be. You're talking. I mean, we saw it kind of again back in 2016, 2017. Um, when that was yeah, 2016, 2017. Yep. Um, but that was a bad IU team that wasn't making tournament, and you know, right. Indiana's gonna be. They've got. They win tonight, so they're now nine and nine. In the Big Ten. They've got a huge game on Wednesday against Rutgers, so they need to, you know, they they need to win that game. So, I mean, I think they're still and Rutgers uh, all of a sudden losing games. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but that's a huge game for both teams. Now Rutgers right. is sliding after being, right. you know, they might get a double bye in the Big Ten tournament. So now, like, oh man, they they because they they had awful losses in the first half of the season, and then now they're, they're starting to get those wins to replace those losses. But it's like now they're kind of like, man, they're probably on the bubble again, and they've so they got to knock some people off, and one of those is the Indiana in the game, so. Indiana needs these two wins to really kind of solidify themselves right? to not have to really sweat it out on Selection Sunday. Right. Let's go ahead and make some Big Ten weekly picks here. Um, I haven't even really looked at the slate of games, but I'll pull them up now on my phone. Uh, Score update. We've got – Yeah, go for it. With three minutes to go in the game, Nebraska taking it to Penn State in Happy Valley, 89-61. I didn't see that one coming. No, I did not. Uh. This week in Big Ten action, we got a Monday night game. We got a game tomorrow night. Northwestern at Iowa, 8 o'clocker. I think Iowa wins pretty easily in that one. Iowa's a 10.5 point favorite. Yeah, I think Iowa wins. Tuesday night, uh, Nebraska at Ohio State. Ohio State, as I texted our group of buddies earlier earlier today, they had a roller coaster of a week. They went in Champaign to get themselves right back into Big Ten title talks, and then they – lose to at Maryland, one of the worst teams in the conference, to now shoot themselves right out of it. So. You notice how teams, when, once they beat Illinois, they bounce back in the next game and lose. Mm-hmm. It seems like. It's like beating Illinois takes a lot out of you. Yeah, I don't know. it does. I mean, it's, it takes it's a lot to beat to them. them. I mean, yeah, I think Ohio State bounces back and takes yeah, care of Nebraska. I think easily. so, too. Michigan State at Michigan. Interesting one there. That's the COVID yeah. makeup game. Okay. I'm gonna take Michigan. I think they're the home team. Yeah, I think I will too. It's especially if that is their senior day or senior night. I don't know if it is, but yeah, no uh, that's that's hard to go against home teams when it's when it's that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Purdue at Wisconsin. I mean, you gotta take the Boilers. <laughs> um, 
I think yeah. it's very similar to the last game. I think it's going to be less than eight points. I'm hoping, obviously, Purdue pulls out. I think it's going to be like a hopefully, hopefully we score in the 70s because that's usually a pretty good sign for us. So I'm thinking like 76, 68, something like that. I'll go 71, 65, Purdue. So. 76, yeah. Well, I said 78. I said 78. I, that doesn't make sense because I said less than eight points. So I think. I meant 76, 80, or 76, 68. There you go. Numbers are hard tonight on a Sunday. Yeah. Rutgers at Indiana on Wednesday. God, I want Rutgers to win that game, but I think Indiana pulled it off. I I think you're right. I think you're right. I think it'll be a good one, but. Yeah. Minnesota at Maryland. Really, who cares about that game? But we'll pick it anyways. Uh, Maryland because they're the home team. That's the reason why I'm picking them. I'll go. I'll go with it. I think. I think Minnesota's kind of packed it in. Mm-hmm. Uh, Penn State at Illinois Thursday. Illinois blows them out. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Michigan State at Ohio State. So Michigan State goes at Michigan Tuesday, then at Columbus on Thursday. Yikes! I think Ohio State gets them. I agree. It's hard to go against these home teams, and and mm-hmm. I was mistaken. So Michigan plays at home against Iowa Thursday, so their game against Michigan State will not be their senior night. Right. I presume this will be. Uh, you'd be correct. I think Iowa spoils the senior day. I'm going with you. I'm agreeing with you on all these, but I was I was ready to roll with that as well. I, I was tired of picking home teams. So the lone game on Saturday, Indiana at Purdue. That's nice to see a lone game on Saturday. So kind of get some national attention there. Two o'clock ESPN. What time is the? Because Duke plays North Carolina that Duke day. Duke Carolina too. is usually a night game. Yeah, it's usually. Sure it's a, I mean, it is all going to be Coach K day. Yeah, it's a, it's a six o'clock game, so we're good there. Boilers, boilers by double digits, hopefully. Yeah, I'll go uh, seventy-eight, sixty-three. I like it. Yep. Sunday, a whole big slate of Big Ten games. Penn State at Rutgers. Rutgers. Yeah, I got to go with Rutgers at Jersey Mike's there. Uh, Michigan at Ohio State. They, they, they played already this year. Um, they they won in – Ohio State won in yes. uh, Ann Arbor 68-57 uh, back in a couple weeks ago. Uh, I think Ohio State gets the sweep. I agree. So Ohio State loses to them in football, but they sweep them in basketball. <laughs> Nebraska at Wisconsin. Senior day for Brad Davison for like the fourth time, I think, in his career. Uh, I think they blow him out. And we will, if we beat Wisconsin and Indiana, we will be huge Cornhusker fans on oh Sunday. But yep. yeah, I think Wisconsin smacks them around. Iowa at Illinois. These two teams do not like each other. No. Who man. What happened this last game? They played each other. I don't think it was kind of close. Have they played this year? I thought they did earlier in the year. Oh, oh they played in December. Illinois okay. won at Iowa 87-83. Oh, man. I think, I think it's about a similar result. I think Illinois gets a dub. Yeah, I think one. it's a close one, but Illinois gets the dub. And then uh, potentially, depending on which game gets done first, this could be the last Big Ten regular season game of the season, Minnesota at Northwestern. I'm going to pick Minnesota on this one. I'll take the Wildcats at home. Why not? Why not? But it should be another fun, interesting last week of the Big Ten. I'm going to pull up that bracket generator, so we're going to go through our picks really quick. Should have done this earlier. Uh, Bracket. Does it allow you to share your screen? Do you have that option? I know I do, but. Uh, I have no idea. I'm trying to, I can't spell right now. I'll just do it real quick. Okay. So. Nebraska won this game. We said, so going back to Monday, we both said Iowa. Yep. Um, Tuesday we had. Ohio State being Nebraska, we had – what did you have? You had Michigan or Michigan State winning? I had Michigan. Michigan, okay. Both had Indiana. We had then Wednesday, Maryland at – or Minnesota at Maryland. 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 Um, then Thursday we had Illinois beating Penn State. We had yep. Ohio State beating Michigan State. And we had Iowa yep. beating Michigan. Yep. And Saturday, Purdue versus Indiana. Mm-hmm. Then Sunday, we had Illinois beating Iowa, Michigan State beating Maryland, 
I'll go Eagles. Northwestern beating Minnesota. Yeah. Ohio State getting the sweep. Rutgers beating Penn State and Wisconsin beating Nebraska. So that would mean three-way tie for first place. Oh, four-way tie for first place. I forgot. Because Ohio State – wait, that can't be right. Did not take oh, today's I, results. I, yeah, I, I didn't, yeah, I didn't do that. Okay. Whoops. Three-way tie for first place. Purdue getting the one seed. Wisconsin getting the two seed. Illinois getting the three seed. All three getting to hang a banner. Uh, Ohio State with the four seed at 14 and six. Iowa, the five seed at uh, 12 and eight. Rutgers, the six seed at 11 and nine. Michigan State, the seven seed, also at 11 and nine. Uh, Michigan, the eight seed at 10 and 10. Indiana, the nine seed at 10 and 10. Maryland, uh, the 10 seed at 7 and 13. Penn State, the 11 seed at 7 and 13. Northwestern, the 12 seed at 7 and 13. Uh, Minnesota, the 13th seed at 4 and 16. And Nebraska rounding it out going two and 18. So that would mean we play either Michigan, Indiana, uh, Ohio state would get the winner of Iowa versus either Minnesota or Northwestern. Wisconsin would get the winner of either Michigan state and Maryland. Uh, and then Illinois would get the winner of Rutgers versus either Penn state or Nebraska. Interesting. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Let me see here. So let's say, let's say Rutgers beats Indiana. And uh, let's say any other interesting ones we were kind of a toss up on. Uh, Michigan, Iowa. Michigan, Iowa. Uh, yeah, let's do that. If that was the case. Uh, so if that was the case, wow, Michigan would jump from the eight seed up to the six seed. Mm. Indiana would still be the nine seed at nine and eleven. Um, so they're probably eight or nine, no matter what. Yes. Yeah, now let's just okay. Let's go back here. Let's let's say ugh, they beat us. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Could they drop jump to seven? They're still a nine seed. <laughs> yeah. So let's say hold on here. Let's assume they beat Rutgers and us, so they have a good week. Still the nine seed. <laughs> <laughs> so they might be locked in. I think they might be locked in. in. Yeah. We would be depending on if, what happens with other games. Yeah. If we lose the. Uh, Indiana game, we would drop to a three seed while Illinois gets the one seed. Let's say doomsday scenario, we lose both this week. I don't want to think about it, but hey, you never know. We would be the four seed. Ugh. Yeah. Playing either Michigan or Minnesota Northwestern. I'm not going to lie, I don't want to play Michigan again. I'm okay with that. Yeah. But. Yeah. We struggled with them in the Big Ten tournament. Yeah. Last two times we played them at least. So it's going to be interesting. Last final week of the Big Ten regular season. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. That's for sure. So, uh, any other basketball news you want to hit on? I'm trying to think. I mean, I guess pre related news our special teams coach, football news. Yeah. Uh, going to Ole Miss, which. That's why I was going to Marty uh, Biaggi going to yeah. Ole Miss, which it's frustrating because Jeff Brahms, I think this will be his fourth or maybe he's already had four special teams coaches mm-hmm. and Marty joined our staff in 2020 and he was one of our better recruiters had the yeah. pipeline going down to Louisiana. Of course, Ricky Collins, who's a junior quarterback down there, four star is verbally committed right now, but he's one I think Purdue should be a little nervous about anyways, even if he's Marty not going to stop getting calls. That's for sure. No, um, especially <laughs> Brian Kelly there. down there in, in Baton Rouge. Yeah. Now that, that might hurt. Um, yeah. I have confidence that Jeff will find a good replacement. It's just, can we find one that will stick around? Right. Is the question. So, um, but a lot of other interesting things going on. Uh, Michael Limo, who was a lot of people thought he'd be vying in the competition for the backup QB position. He put his name in the transfer portal. Mm -hmm. Don't really um, blame the kid at all. Uh, Tough spot. Tough spot. Um, you hope go back it, to the East Coast. I'm guessing. You hope maybe part of his decision was because Brady Allen's tearing it up. In That's what I'm spring, hoping. Spring practice, but you never know. Right, spring practice starts team tomorrow. Yep. Tomorrow, it's hard to believe. Uh, that's what stinks about Biaggi leaving, and it will probably be a collaborative effort between many mm-hmm. coaches for special teams, and then Brom will probably hire somebody mm-hmm. April or May. Um, and sounds like, according to Mike Bobinski, uh, t- talked to Brian Newbert. Sounds like they're kind of trying to work out a new ex- contract extension for Brom. Uh, and, and some other improvements to uh, to Ross aid that are needed. So, which I'm surprised the the talks have waited this long to talk about it. I thought for sure it'd be something that they would do 
right after they got back from Nashville, <laughs> essentially. I figured something was kind of already done and then would be announced at April at their big meeting at the big right. board meeting or whatever. Um, we'll, we'll, assuming something gets done, it'll be interesting to see what the numbers and terms are on that. Because mm-hmm. I don't think it's going to be ungodly numbers by any means, but I think it's definitely going to be a, a a bump to show produce commitment and confidence to him and in him. Oh yeah. I think so too. I mean, uh, yeah, I think I think he said it's not going to be one of these, you know, ten-year extensions that we're seeing no. across. And I, and I, I don't think it works for either party really, unless no. you're, unless you're like going to be there for the long haul. Which I mean, Brom could be. I mean, we. Yeah. You know, I hope we he is. Like, I mean, yeah. It, it's crazy to think he's going into year six, yeah. and like only three or four Purdue coaches in history have made it to year six. So. Yeah. It kind of makes me laugh. I remember after year one, we're like, man, is he going to last? Is he going to be here four years? I know. I know. I know. I know. It's uh, wild. But spring ball will be fun to fun to track and keep keep tabs on. Um, just like this, it, so this year, we, I'll be as bad as it sounds. I'll be definitely a lot more tuned in the spring ball because because yeah. we're coming off the year that we did. And we right. Got some really exciting guys and. Right. So I'm more, I'm much more willing to pay attention and read a lot more about it when I we come off a good year. So I'm like. If we're on badgers, like man, we got a lot of the same guys back. How right. we do, but right. Hopefully, uh, we have another good one. And, and just like past springs, a lot of guys are injured that won't be participating, right. yeah. so it'll be hard to get a grasp of a few positions, wide receivers, defensive backs, especially. But uh, mm-hmm. that's also good too. It gives younger guys mm-hmm. opportunities to shine and show what they can do, and maybe find a find a good spot on the depth chart. And you know, I'm I'm interested to see how these transfers are. All the yeah. new transfers that Purdue got of what, what did we get seven or eight new transfers of something like that, yeah. So um, a lot of them probably get opportunities maybe they wouldn't have if uh, some of the returning starters were in there. So yeah, should be good. And then of course NFL drafts coming up a couple months. Uh, combine combines this week, so yeah, it'll be fun to week. see how George and David do. Okay, I realize it was this week. Yep, yep. So uh, we'll see. I don't know what drills they're partaking in and what they're not. Mm-hmm. Um, I presume they'll both run the 40. Yeah. Um, but I don't know about bench press. So, so we'll see. Um, hopefully they tear it up because I think George, depending, I mean, I think he'd really have to screw up the combine to drop out of the first round. And, uh, David, I've, I've seen him mocked in a couple dra- mock drafts, late first yeah. round, most is second round. So. Yeah, you know, fighting off a sneeze there. I thought I was gonna sneeze. For sure. <laughs> I was about ready to hit my mute button on my mic. I didn't think I was, but I it went away. So, yeah. So we'll have a lot to talk about in the next coming weeks, and hopefully, we're doing this podcast into April because that means yes, sir. good things have happened for hopefully, boiler basketball. Yes. So, yeah. Um, but in any case, we uh, appreciate all of our sponsors on board. And one of those sponsors is Mad Mushroom, who have been on with us for two years now you got one more day in february to get the pizza of the month which is the super pie that's mozzarella cheese topped with mushrooms onions green peppers black olives sausage ham bacon and spicy pepperoni and it's finished with their house made buffalo ranch sauce that pizza starting at 14 bucks so that means you could get two of them for 28 bucks and since you would be over the 20 dollar limit you can tell them the Boiler Breakdown sent you, or you can type in that discount code BREAK5. That's in all caps, B-R-E-A-K-5, to claim your $5 off any order over $20. And that's at madmushroom.com. And as always, Mad Mushroom, feed your head. What's the shop going got going on, Webby? I know they got uh, they had a cool, <laughs> if you're in the office, they had a yeah. neat release. Yeah, they came out of the shop. I mean, this is kind of when the shop really, I think, really has a lot of fun with it. You got coming, you know, being based in Indy with May coming around, right on the corner there. Oh, so, yeah. release a bunch of new Indy 500 gear. Uh, they've been making shirts since 2011. Uh, really high quality stuff. Um, you know, they, but also they just do, they do drinkware, they do stickers, they do hats, they do sweatshirts, you know, anything Indiana related, whether it's Purdue, IU, Butler, Indiana State, Ball State, DePaul. Wabash. That new Mac Arena shirts fire. Yeah, they, got, and the whole, they did a whole um, arena series with, with uh, Mackie, Assembly Hall, and Hinkle Fieldhouse, all pretty cool shirts. Um, so they got Pacers gear. They got Colts gear. They got, you know, mm-hmm. Indianapolis, you know, Parks gear. It's They said mm-hmm. they do a bunch of stuff. But if you go to theshopindy.com, you use promo code BREAKDOWN for 25% off. They've also got two brick-and-mortar stores, one in Broderpool uh, in Indianapolis and one in Clay Terrace up in, up in Carmel if you're – up in that area, but great people said so they're high quality shirts, really, you know, fit great. 
and uh, I wear them all the time. Yep, we can't speak uh, highly enough of them for sure, and we're glad they uh, hopped on board this mm-hmm. year with us. So, another uh, sponsor has been on board with us for two years now, and that's Webb's Family Pharmacy. Webb's Family Pharmacy is an independently owned community pharmacy with stores located in Rochester, Akron, and North Manchester, Indiana. And if you need a vaccination, they can do that for you. Simply, you can call to set up an appointment, or what I recommend is just going online. It takes about just a handful of minutes, set up your appointment, and their friendly and caring staff will be happy to help you. For all of your high-quality medical equipment, supplies, and pharmacy ch- services, check out their website like I told you just now to go to. And that's www.webrx.com. Or you can give them a call if you'd rather chat with somebody on the phone. So Web Family Pharmacy, sure. the professional pharmacy with a hometown touch. And, you know, I don't know how it's looking down there in Indy, Webby, but uh, today in northern Indiana up here, I looked out and the snow is almost all gone. Yes, sir. It's starting to melt. Yep. The sun was out today. The 40s, temperatures in the 40s feel pretty good. It's starting to remind me of a little spring weather. Talking spring, you're talking about plants, you're talking flowers, you're talking everything landscaping. And for all of your landscaping needs, Give Shroff Landscaping a call. Shroff Landscaping has been in business for over 50 years and can handle all of your landscaping needs, including landscape design, maintenance, irrigation, hardscaping, cleanup, and their licensed lawn applicators. Contact them today for all of your landscaping needs at 574-223-2769. Shroff Landscaping, design with you in mind. Final closing thoughts. Um... Life's not easy on the road in the Big Ten. We know that, no, it's unfortunately. Not. So no matter who you are. I mean, it's college basketball, too, as we saw yesterday, where the, the top six teams all went down on the road. Um, really if you would have told me Gonzaga was going to lose a, game, a conference right. game, yeah, even last week, I would have laughed. No, it's, only, it's only ever to St. Mary's. So it's, if they're going to lose, it's always against St. Mary's. Right. Um, but, I mean, like, Arizona lost to Colorado, which a terrible colossal. Um, the probably most respectful one is obviously uh, – Kansas losing at Baylor. Yeah, uh, Auburn Baylor. at Tennessee wasn't bad. Either. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. Tennessee's really, especially at home. Um, and Bruce Pearl. I mean, they hate him there. So. Yeah, but it's it's college basketball. I mean, it is what yep. it is. Um, you know, I, I understand there's the feeling of the sky is falling every time Purdue loses, but sun came up today, so right, <laughs> no opportunity to play a game on Tuesday. So hopefully the boys, you know, you know, Payne will get them ready, and hopefully the boys can execute and. Yeah, make uh, Saturday and Mackey a pretty special day. Yep, just keep enjoying watching this team because we're going to lose some good seniors here in mm-hmm. a couple weeks. We're going to lose a phenomenal player, Jaden Ivey. You know, mm-hmm. a, uh, athletic talent, at least, I think I can I can safely say that. Purdue hasn't seen since Glenn Robinson, the big mm-hmm. dog. So um, just enjoy it. I mean, it's the ups and downs of college basketball. There's times I love it. There's times I just absolutely hate yeah, it. 100%. Uh, Saturday <laughs> was one of those days I hated it. But yep. uh, like you said, sun came up, uh, crazy weekend in the Big Ten. Got a big week ahead of us, win two games, and we clinch one of our goals, or one of the team's goals, which was winning the Big Ten, even if yep. it is just a, just a share. So Still counts. Um, still counts, and uh, still could get that one seed in the Big Ten tournament. Um, it's a lot of, lot to play for, a lot of season left, even oh, though yeah. it's, it is winding down, which is, which is sad to see. Absolutely. But, but uh, looking forward to it. Yep, and just uh, – Get W uh, Tuesday night up in Madison, so let's boiler up, hammer down, beat the Badgers, and uh, beat those losers or Hoosiers or whatever <laughs> you want to call them. Boiler up. <laughs>